Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeves. And it's audience choice time. We, yeah. Yeah, this time for January, we're like, we're going to start it off right. We're going to do it. Right. We're going to do a Nick Cage. <laughs> we're going to do a Nick Cage uh, audience choice. I like that that feels right to you. <laughs> Doesn't it, though? It like, fe- well, it feels very January, I think. Yeah. 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 Nick, yeah. Weird to say Nick Cage Nick is a January. January energy, yeah. like <laughs> you're a little bit in winter, you're a little bit squirrely, but we not don't know what's so, going on, but we like it. You're taking it a little bit serious, uh, <laughs> and so we're doing uh, National Treasure. Yeah, uh, we are. yeah, uh, a landslide victory for this one. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. so funny. Um, yeah, so National Treasure, and you were saying before that you have you seen this before? No, literally, I was like, I think I have maybe seen because I'm certain I've seen it. Yes. Like, I'm just like, I'm sure I have seen this movie. I ha- must have absorbed it at some time. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever watched it since. So, like, literally, when, we were, when I just started watching this movie, I was like, oh, so we are literally stealing <laughs> the yeah. Declaration of Independence. Yes. Okay, so, like, we were, yeah, like, in my head, that was, like, an exaggeration of this movie. It was, like, movie. a metaphor, like, yeah, we got to break yeah. in <laughs> to get, read something off. No, they actually no, take it. No, they're just like, no, we're going to yeah. steal it. Anyway, um, sorry, I'm jumping on you. No, but. no, no. <laughs> uh, same sort of thing, right, where it was, like, I'd definitely seen this, like, once or maybe twice, definitely more than once. And honestly, like, it's kind of a fun, like, action caper movie. Yeah. I, I have no, like, I watched it and I was like, this is fun. Yes. I don't think it deserved to be two hours and 15 minutes. Okay, but, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, I think it has more hour and a half energy. Yep. But other than that, yeah, like, I mean, no big complaint. Well, I mean, we'll get to it. I mean, we're going to tear it to pieces, but uh, (laughs) for no, (laughs) not legitimately. Uh, Yeah. Um, Well, excellent. Well, guys, if you have not seen National Treasure, if you're not the biggest Nick Cage fan in the world, um, here's what it is. Basically, Uh, we open on um, this little kid who uh, is a spoiler alert. It's young Nick Cage. uh, And he's being told by his grandfather about how their ancestors uh, we're given the secret of this treasure that was like the Knights Templar and then the Masons and they I love that you qualify away. him as a young Nick Cage. <laughs> well, he's Nick Cage's character, <laughs> younger. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. sorry. His <laughs> grandfather's being like, we've we've held the secret of this treasure forever, but we mm. don't know where it is. We just have the clues. And uh, Nick Cage's dad, his name is Benjamin Franklin Gates. Anyway, the uh, Gates family. Dude, man. Well, they're all anyway, named sorry. after I'm president. Sorry. Yeah. I just like, okay, I gotta stop myself. I'm yeah. too, I, uh, I wanna jump into anyway, that. Anyway, <laughs> long story short, uh, they find this ship in the uh, Arctic Circle very easily. Um, and inside it is a clue. It's like a pipe or something that takes, that sh- says like, the it's got a riddle on it that's like the map to the treasures on the back of the Declaration of Independence, and Nick Cage is like, we can't steal the Declaration of Independence, <laughs> and Sean Bean, my, one of my favorite villains, uh, uh, villain actors of all time, Sean Bean, give me a little Sean Bean villainy and anything. I love. Oh, uh, anyway. Every time I look at his name, though, it breaks my brain. And you know that's not his real name. Well, 
why would you do that? <laughs> why would you do that to me? I'm like, this looks like it. Like, if he, English was your second language, like you would look at this and go, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, well, he was a young, there's a there's a thing of him talking about it. We'll get back to the synopsis in a minute. But there's a thing online of Sean Bean talking about his name and be like, it's not my real name. It was like a stage name I came up when I was young and I thought I was being so clever. <laughs> and now it's just has kind of stuck. Like, and I can't change it because it's. I mean, scene being Sean, yeah, B- like, like you're just like it breaks my brain. Sean Ben, like yeah, is it? <laughs> anyway, um, Sean Bean's like, I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence, and Nick Cage is like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then they blow up the ship trying to get away. Um, Nick Cage Sorry. and his sidekick uh, Riley mm. Poole um, are trying to um, warn everybody the FBI doesn't take them seriously, the National Archives doesn't take them seriously, so they decide they have to steal the Declaration of Independence before Sean Bean can steal the Declaration of Independence. They steal the Declaration of Independence, the, uh, the uh, National Archivist, uh, Abigail Chase, uh, she gets involved, who's a, a German... <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> wow, this is so much more ridiculous when you oh, say it, out. buddy. This anyway, movie's absolutely on here. So they find <laughs> they find the map on the back of the Declaration of Independence. His dad gets caught up in it. Like there's uh, kidnapping and gunshots, and Sean Bean's always on their trail. And there's there's like a whole bunch of clues. They end up beneath this church in a giant pit. And um, one guy falls to his death and they're like, ooh, this or that. We're going to get the upper hand. Sean Bean's like got a gun to them and he leaves them there. And then then they find the treasure and they escape from the thing and they go get Sean Bean arrested. The FBI is involved at some point. That almost doesn't matter. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They jump off of a ship at one point. It's it's just action scenes and people solving clues that they couldn't Mm -hmm. possibly solve. Um, and they find the, wor- the the world's biggest treasure, like too big for one man to ever hold is yeah. what the treasure is. So that's, uh, that is national treasure. It is. Hidden you by the founding it. fathers. Yeah. Hidden by the founding I laughed so hard when this movie started because I was like, oh no, not another Jumanji and where it's like, okay, so we're going to start with a uh, flashback, but then we're going to flashback our flashback. <laughs> <laughs> we're in an inception into this movie. Oh, yeah, Love they it. did No, do that. 100% they did. It's the exact same as the opening to Jumanji. As far as, like, timelines go, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where it's, yeah, because we, we do flashback to, uh, what like, I guess, Civil War times when the last mm. guy was dying and he passes on the secret or whatever. And yeah. Then, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I think it would prologue make this movie prologue. better if uh, the Declaration of Independence had some sort of drum beat to it, like like calling you the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Independence. <laughs> So stupid. Uh, but um, it'd be like fife and drum because that's Oh yeah. yeah. Oh all right. Yeah. <laughs> I like it less now. Historically you're right. accurate. Yes, you're right. Uh but yeah, let, I mean let's let's get who do you think the villain of this is? Well, I think we have a couple villains. Okay. The biggest one is obviously our billionaire bad boy. Sean Bean. Sean Bean. And then I I would argue the father to a certain degree. For not believing in him, sure. Well, yeah, and also just like there's, it, it feels like there's a lot of um, history with them and this oh, kind of yeah, battle yeah, 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 of yeah. like you shouldn't be doing this with your life, and I'm gonna really argue for that anyway. <laughs> um, and then the FBI, 
Yeah. And I think those are the villains that I personally clocked. I don't know about you. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess at the beginning, maybe Abigail Chase is a little bit just Mm. in terms of like, she doesn't believe them that it's going to get stolen. Yeah. And (laughs) actively doesn't want the Declaration of Independence stolen. Um, but she comes around too quickly. Um, to this, I get, I, I kind of bought her coming around to it because she's so obsessed with that document sure. and like preserving things. And if you're, if this is your whole life and you're a huge history buff and you start kind of buying in a little bit, I could see how that boulder would roll pretty quickly. Yeah, you're true. That's true. I, I, I allow that one. A I, good I said there, I was like, yeah, you know theory what I mean? where you're being led along. Yeah, that's tempting. Like if it's something that you've been obsessed with your entire life like nobody cares more than you Mm, okay I could see how she could come around a little quickly yeah one thing I will at this scientifically that bothers me right off the bat (laughs) is like basically they find the map on the back by like Mm -hmm. dabbing it with lemon juice which Which is like bananas by the way yes first of all that would absolutely destroy a a document that old acid it's it's acid acid. it's acid we're putting acid on. second of all that's like a children's invisible ink yes i know and third of all there is no way that the declaration of independence has Mm. not been like x-rayed or investigated in 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 more than just the visible like like that funny dude like the archivist would know like the grain of the parchment, it, like the, like they look at these things with so, like to see if something was erased or struck mm-hmm. out or like changed or you, you know. know what I didn't even grab onto that part, but yeah, yeah, that's yes, that is one hundred percent accurate. They would be like, oh shit, there's a map on the back. There's of this. a map. On the, we never noticed there was a map on the back. Just a little. <laughs> Just a little citrus on the yeah, back. Yeah, man. I just should have got my Harriet the Spy kit out mm-hmm. and fucking. <laughs> oh, and before we get too far into it, because I don't think this is going to take too much time, mm-hmm. but another villain um, is uh, the, the last signer of the Declaration of Independence, who uh, is so rushing. So in the prologue, okay. he is rushing to. Uh, Andrew Jackson's, the, the president at the time, mm. I think Andrew Jackson, yeah, is who they said it was, to be like, I'm dying, I'm dying tonight. I need to tell the U.S. president about all these clues that lead to the world's biggest treasure. Like, you fucker. You, <sighs> you, like, first of all, this is like 100 years after, like, this is like almost 100 years after the signing of the Declaration, like 60 years or something. Okay. Like, so long. Yeah. And you wait till your deathbed to reveal, if it's to reveal this information to the President of the United States, mm. like, if it's that important, have told someone before then, right? You know that you're the last surviving guy who knows about uh, this. Yeah. Pass it on no. before. We got to the horse boy. Hey, the, horse boy. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, horse boy. Come this, over here. This is so important that I cannot <laughs> tell anybody, but the president of the United yeah. States, except for on my deathbed, oh, president's not home. <laughs> I <laughs> loved that boy. so much. <laughs> Oops, he's not home. <laughs> Stable boy, uh, here's. Yeah, let me trust you with a uh, secret society mm. and a, a treasure too great for one man. Yeah. Uh, fuck, like not even a note for President Jackson. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, that's so. Like, I, you know, if you're the write it down. Yeah, y- you know, 
Just write it down. Write it down. And not in invisible ink. It's no. unnecessary. It's silliness. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, that guy was fucked. Yeah. I don't think. Just the procrastination in him. Just being like, I'm supposed to do something. What was I'm that? I'm supposed to do something. <gasps> oh, fuck. The, the legendary treasure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Okay. So... Why don't, well, why don't from there we dive into the father? Yeah, okay. Because, my God. John Voight's balls. <laughs> Buddy, I, I literally can't. Anyway, um, so the dad, it's kind of, um, so it kind of skips a generate almost, where it's yeah. like, so um, Benjamin Franklin's. <laughs> grandfather <laughs> and not the Benjamin Franklin the yes. I'm going to call him Benny boy I think uh yeah. so Benny boy here his grandfather really really believed in these uh what had been labeled as conspiracy theories yes believed that this uh, secret had been passed down from generations he believed his like great 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 grandfather or I can't remember how many greats but whatever um but for uh Benny boy's father his dad's like, no, this is ridiculous. I don't want you being a part of this. I don't want you doing this. I don't want you wasting your life on this. He even mentions he's like, I wasted like 20 years of my life on this. And he's like, you can't be doing this. He literally gives him a speech of like, I have a house. I have health insurance. I have a job. Like you have to. I had to, your mother for a while. Yeah, yeah. Like I, you have to live your life. You can't be this obsessive about this thing that probably doesn't exist. You must continue on. And the only thing that even kind of like a little grain maybe that makes him a villain is that he's wrong and that this treasure does exist. Yeah. But the whole sentiment is correct. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This guy doesn't, he has apparently problems with women. Yep. He broke, like broke, broke, broke. Um, him and his partner are both broke. Neither of them have any money, which is really funny because I'm like, if you're escorting billionaires around the world, like I don't know how you yeah, don't have yeah, a couple yeah. of pennies to squeeze together, but that's besides well, the point. Per diem or something. I know. <laughs> anyway, and his father's 100% correct. Yeah. Like, don't come in here. Also, oh my God, the thing that really got me, like, and this is kind of, uh, I, I think, something throughout the movie is he goes to see these, I can't even, what are they called? The the letters. Oh, um, it's something do good. Like the, it's, they were letters written by Benjamin Franklin. So these Pretending to be a housewife or something. I, I can't remember. They call them something. So I, I'm going to call them the Scooby-Doo letters. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. Um, anyway, so the Scooby-Doo letters, um, they've been passed down through the family. So um, Benny Boy shows up and he's like, where are these letters? They're they're the clue, right? We're going to match up the declaration of it, the the map on the back of the Declaration of Independence with these letters. And his dad's like, I donated them. And I got to tell you, fuck yeah. Yeah, to the Benjamin Franklin Museum. Yes, what do you mean you guys still have, you thought that your family still had these letters? Fuck you, dude. That's so crazy. For somebody that's so obsessed 
with history and the formation of the United States. And he seems to have this real pro like it's very It's like America. America. Like he loves America. Yeah. Okay, so for somebody that loves America this much, why wouldn't you want your fellow Americans to have this, these historical documents out on display for other people to see, to uh, investigate. Investigate. Like, Why yeah. do you think this motherfucker? They should be in an archive. Yeah. Benny always thinks he is just absolutely level ten, the smartest motherfucker in the room. Yeah. And I'm like, there are other people that exist outside of you. Yeah. There are specialists that can look at things and go, maybe we just need to get a couple of other hands in here. Maybe somebody to say, no, no. Not the lemons. Yeah. <laughs> we'll oh, find another me. way. Step aside. Because he was also... But he... If you haven't watched this movie recently, he was also just going to, like, literally s squeeze lemon juice all over it. I'm like, buddy... I don't even treat my leather jackets that way with cleaner. <laughs> you never spray it on the product. You you mm. put the product on a cloth and then you apply the cloth to the product. What are you doing? Yeah, I, and I did like that uh, moment where she's like, if anyone's going to do this, it's going to be me because yes. I have trained how to handle old documents. Mm -hmm. So don't just like fucking squeeze it like it's a cup of tea, you know? Like I'm sure it'll show and then up. Or, she, she gets out a little Q-tip like that, like, and that is better, but it's it's still not great. No, and 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 to your point about the father, another point he makes is like. Um, when Benny Boy is going around and he's trying to warn people that someone's going to steal the Declaration of Independence, mm -hmm. he is laughed out of every room and he has to go under a fake name because his family name is so synonymous in the historical community with quack pottery. Like they are like, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's the it's the mm -hmm. Gateses. They're they oh they're fucking nuts. Mm -hmm. Like they they're the people who believe there's a hidden treasure. Like. They're they're crazy, and they have been crazy for generations. And as soon as uh, Abigail or whatever like learns that it's a fake name and that he's Gates, she's like those crazy people. So like like not only has this pursuit ruined their lives, it's also ruined their reputation as historians or or anything like that, right? So like yes. even though they have this passion for this history and for for documenting these things. Um, they, they've ruined their reputation by chasing that down, like so dogmatically, right? Like there, there are things that you can explore about history, but like if you're, if you're so focused on this is going to lead to a treasure, like if you're so focused on the end point, then you're maybe not letting yourself go where the evidence goes, right? Like, like, and, and the other yes. thing, like the Charlotte clue, like the first clue they start mm -hmm. with is like the truth lies with Charlotte, and we jump ahead 30 years and they figured out that Charlotte was a ship. That's definitely something that you could find historical documentation for, right? This letter referred to that there was mm -hmm. something about this ship, Charlotte, which, by the way, uh, is a huge historical find on its own. I am so, yes. <laughs> I'm so glad you brought this they up. They found a it, Revolutionary War era wooden sailing ship in the Arctic. Yes. Buddy, for people that care so much about history, 
so much of this movie is that just them destroying it. Yes. <laughs> like things that are like I'm like these yes you're you're trying to find this historic treasure but literally everything you're finding and touching along the way is treasure. Yes. Is historical important treasure. Yes. What are you doing? Yes. <laughs> a, a, a like a ship a a a, 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 a <laughs> A perfectly Sorry. preserved, yes. um, you know, uh, <laughs> like masted sailing ship yeah. um, found in the Arctic, uh, structurally sound, barrels still filled with supplies. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. The, 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 the find of the century, yeah. hands down. Yeah. And they blow it up within the first five seconds of the movie. Oh, yeah. Ha. Huh. Body. Oh, my heart weeped. That's like the only yeah. thing they get at. Well, we got the important thing. We got the pipe with the little the message pipe. in it. <sighs> I'm sorry. All the all the sailors' uniforms. The, a bit more. Oh yeah. my god. The, There's probably a couple other things. The in perfectly there. preserved cannons. The the. Oh my god. Oh my god. Like it broke my heart yeah. watching that being blown. I even knowing it's fake. Yeah. What a get. I know. What a get. That would have been worth it alone. Yeah, done. Done. You're done. Movie, roll credits. Like. You fucking did it, bud. Yeah. And you, you found a ship nobody's found. <laughs> Nobody ever before. No one was even looking for. No. Under literally a foot of ice, which is, <laughs> he literally goes and dusts it off. And it's like, there it is. And it's like the name of the ship and everything. Bye. I mean, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I will say, so, so. So the, the dad is totally right. It, like, this destroys lives. It destroys reputations. Yes. Um, don't go after this. Another thing I really agree with him with is even after some of these clues are proven to be true, mm -hmm. right? We're like, we found the Charlotte. And he goes, oh, really? Like, you can tell he's a little excited. Why? And, and then he goes, <laughs> it doesn't matter anyway. The treasure isn't real. You're going to go and find more clues. And he goes, the treasure probably never existed. Like the whole legend is that they hid it to keep it out of the, uh, uh, the hands of the British. Mm -hmm. But also they probably just invented this legend and dropped all these clues around to keep the British looking for it. So it's always just going to be a clue that leads to another clue that leads to another clue. Which is actually a really great theory. Yes. I'm like, that's that's that sounds spot on. That I makes love that. so much sense. Yeah. You know, we're fighting a revolutionary mm. war and we've run around dropping clues in a few churches. And now we've got the British running around trying to find a treasure when they should be fighting us. Like, yeah, great idea. That sounds spot on to me. Wild goose chase. Also, okay. I kind of want to get into like what I really feel like. I, I don't want to call it a theme of this movie, but there's this there's this running thing of it needs to be in my hands because it's better than being in your hands. Right. It's the same. It's with the these presidents. It's with the treasure. It's with it, it, it's with the uh, mm -hmm. it's it, it's this running thing of like 
okay, because I, I kind of want to jump into the like, billionaire Yeah, because the decla- Declaration of Independence, I'm going to steal it first. First. So that you can't You can't, can't steal, steal it. it. Because I know yes. I am going to take care of it. I'm going to hold on to this treasure because you can't have it because it's too much for one man, even though I have it. <laughs> like, yes. It's yeah. just this running thing of it's better in my hands than it is in anybody else's, which is, I think, flawed from jump. <laughs> yes. Also, um, like all treasure, every part of that was stolen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every part of that. None of that was American. None of that was British. It was all, from my eyes, Egyptian. Largely <laughs> like, Egyptian. Largely yeah. Egyptian. I would argue largely uh, from the, the continent of Africa. Middle East. Middle East, yes. Yeah, yeah. Crusades. It, um, buddy, I, and I'm looking at that, and they give this, and now I'm jumping ahead here, but it doesn't, obviously doesn't matter. Um, we get to the end, and they're like, yeah, so we got it. We split it up. Between all the museum, it's like it's for the world, and I'm like, no, it's for the rich world. <laughs> That's all you've described. You've described places like France, England, fucking. They didn't mention Cairo. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Do you think all of that's going back to Cairo? No, I no, don't no, no, think no. so. No, no, no. If the ending speech was this goes back to every country it belongs to and can be displayed in in their country, I would have been like, fuck yeah, buddy. That's, yeah, for the now people. That, now that's an ending. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, no. Not this like, okay, so it's for the people. Come, Yeah, come to the museum where you got to spend 30 bucks to take a fucking gander at this thing that we stole forever ago. Yeah. And we stole it because we didn't want those stealers to have it. They stole it, so we, we still. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to be a little more generous, where it does yeah. seem like they're going to return at least some of that stuff. And also, in their defense, this treasure allegedly has been just compiled and and from conqueror to conqueror to conqueror yes. forever. Yeah. So there are going to be some societies and some cultures that 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 stuff is from that don't exist anymore. Right. Like you're, you you know, so it's like that's that's the idea of this treasure is it's Mm -hmm. so big and has been accumulated for so long. But but even even then, let's go back to like the original Knights Templar and the original Masons who like Mm -hmm. hid this shit away. The even the fathers of confederation here, (laughs) not fathers of confederation. That's Canada. Sorry. Founding fathers um, where they go. This, this, the, the founding idea of this is too big for any one man, therefore it needs to be hidden away forever. Or, as you said, s- sell it and distribute it. Just divide like, it. Divide it. Like if even, it's too much for one man, don't make, make it, it for, for one man, motherfucker. so easy. Such an easy <gasps> problem to solve. You, you, so it's either you hide the wealth, like this insane wealth away so mm. nobody can get it, mm-hmm. which, fair enough, in the age of like kings and whatnot, but also, like, like, let's say founding fathers of the United States, we got, like, what? I don't know, like a million people in the United States at that time, maybe. I don't know, 500,000. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, fucking just divvy it up, you know, even amongst them. I'm not saying that's just in terms mm-hmm. of the world, but it's more just than, like, yes. hiding it away yeah. for forever, right? Like, it's, Absolutely. like, get some value out mm-hmm. of that. It's like, it's like, uh, it's, I don't know. It's like having a bank account just sit there and be like this, this bank account is too big for any one person. Um, let's throw away the debit card and, and the, the pin number. 
<laughs> so nobody can ever use it. Which actually kind of locks into another point that I would love to make because there was one, this was the part of the movie that actually made me want to pull my hair out. Okay, there was one part where I was like, fuck you, dude. I was so mad and it was the ending. Okay, I <laughs> fucking hate the ending of this movie, quite frankly. Okay, and here's why. So they talk, they're at the end, and they're like, okay, so first of all, none of them are in jail, which I think is fucking nuts. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but secondarily, they're like, okay, they offer, okay, they said they offered them 10% of what they found. Which okay. is 10% of billions and billions yeah, yeah, of dollars. Yeah, yeah, billions and billions and millions of dollars. They offered them 10%. He said, no, no, no. That's too much. Give us 1%. Okay, so you're telling me that you ran around this whole movie claiming that things, you are the morally superior person. Yeah. Things should be in your hands and in your control because they're better in your hands and your control because you are a moral person. So instead of taking the 10% and donating it reimbursing that, putting that money back into the community, education, history, things that you are interested yeah. in that you think the world would be better with. <laughs> to, to restoring the, do the Declaration of Independence, Independence after yeah. squirting, lemons, squirting on. lemon on it. You're telling me that you decided to turn down that money, go, no, 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 U.S. government, you take that. Yeah, yeah, You'll yeah. do better with it than I will. And then you post yourself up in some big fucking ass mansion and you're like, well, we did it. And I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you, hate you, hate you. You spent the whole movie telling me that things would be better in your hands. And then when we get to the end of the movie and a motherfucker tries to give it to you, you refuse it because mm -hmm. it's, it's too, and the whole thing is like, well, it's too much for one man. Give it away. Do something good with it. <laughs> yes. Why? Why, Craig? So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little argument at you. I hope so because I want to peel all my own skin off. Okay. Please. Um, <laughs> is that he refused it? Right. Mm -hmm. It goes to the museums. I want no part mm -hmm. of this. Donate like like so. It is donated in a sense because no portion of it has to come to me. Therefore, mm. it, it's it's given away to the museums and historical societies that use it. And all his money is basically from talks and presentations because absolutely that man is going to be in demand on the lecture circuit. Mm. You, like, like Tutankhamun's tomb was like the biggest discovery ever. And that was like kind of a minor, uh, you know, Pharaoh of Egypt. Yeah. And this is like everything from every historic, like this is like hundreds of thousands of, careers are yeah. made on this like this this find alone he's going to be lecturing at every university ever for the rest of his life he's making a fine appearance fee go ahead buy a historical house with your appearance fees i'm fine with that oh it's not the house that bothers me it's take all the money take all the money yeah I, I put it put it elsewhere. Put it in proper places if you think you're the fucking like you're the top like mentally yeah, okay. I guess I guess it all depends where that money's coming from. Cuz if it's if it's if the money was coming from educational institutions, museums, mm -hmm. universities, things like that to buy this collection off of him, then I would say refuse the money. Because yeah. because then I don't even know why he got any money, quite yeah, frankly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you should get tenure. <laughs> You should get tenure. Yeah. You should get not jail. How's yeah. that? Yeah, that's actually a pretty fair thing. Not jail. There you go. Because 
and let's get into it. He, this is another, we've done a couple of these lately, where <laughs> it's not that the, her, the hero was right or the villain was wrong. It's that the hero does the wrong thing before the villain gets a chance to do it. It's, it's the whole movie. Yeah. It's driving, it was driving me crazy. Because, like, the only thing that makes the villain the villain is, in this movie is that he has guns. Yeah. That's the only thing. Yeah, which I will argue, kind of the most American thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You're like, yeah, you know what? He out-Americaned him. And yeah, I, I think the Declaration of Independence should go to the most American <laughs> of them all. And and I love that. I and love what that. is yeah, more American great. than uh somebody being clever yeah. and figuring it out? No, no, no. Mm. Declaration, it's the Second Amendment, right? <laughs> to so bear funny. arms against the Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> there's <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> sorry that's rude. nothing more American than a British man with a gun <laughs> <laughs> oh I like it yeah. yeah that's what our founding fathers mm. would have wanted is British people taking up arms <laughs> yeah to, to defend the U.S. Constitution. Absolutely. Yes. Or take it. I don't know. So I, I genuinely think I'm like that what made me laugh so fucking hard about this movie was just that the whole first plot line of they're going to steal it. We have to steal it first. Yeah. Because they won't know how to pour acid on it properly. And neither do I. So let's fucking ride, son. And it seems like he would have. Like, like Sean Bean's character is not an idiot. They've got like a little tent set up in their thing. I bet legitimate clean room going on. Mm. I bet he's got like document experts who are like on the take and willing to do this. Like, yes. like, like Benny Boy's just kind of doing it all. Like, largely, he has a little bit of a plan. Mm -hmm. And when it gets derailed, he's just like, well, I guess we do this on my dad's kitchen table. Instead of like a dust controlled clean room, they have mm -hmm. it fucking rolled up in a little tube and carrying it around the whole time. You don't think that would just like crack and break? Like, you know how old that paper is? That's so is? funny. Um, I also love that this place is like, this is. This is the highest security ever. There's nobody, nobody could steal this. And it's like, no, actually, two men in the same night. <laughs> so, yeah. Boom, boom. Different, different entry points, different areas. They fucking both nailed it. No problem. Like, if, um, if Benny Boy hadn't have been there, Beaner's picking it up. No problem. He's leaving yeah, yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. absolutely leaving with it. So you're telling me in the highest security possible. Two separate groups of men. Found two separate <laughs> holes in yes, the security. In your security. Like. Oh, love it. Chef's kiss yeah, on that. Yeah. Chef's kiss on that. That's great. Although I will say, like in terms of the break-in scene, mm -hmm. this does have one of the better guess the password uh, moments. I, yes. Yeah. Because like, mm -hmm. like they dust for prints, right? Mm -hmm. And they find like, okay, they, they're only on the keys that they use. He reads the letters out and then they actually have a computer program that goes through all the anagrams of that. And, you know, Benny boy being so smart, he's like, it's Valley Forge because mm -hmm. realizes that there's double letters in there. Great. Um, I, I also love that the password would be like. Yeah, a it's going to be something that's related 
to the place where I, I was like, that's the fucking stupidest thing. Right? That's so fucking dumb, Craig. <laughs> Don't get me started. Like, Rebecca, if your password was Valley Forge, I would be like, sure. Oh, buddy, are, that'd those, blow my mind. I, yeah. <laughs> you don't know, you can just say it. That'd yeah. be fucking nuts. That would be nuts. Okay, <laughs> not Valley Forge, but like- No, uh, but you don't- Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. some like, uh, uh, villain was right. Let, let's say your your password is villain was right. I'd be like, it's Rebecca. She's got to remember it, you know, uh, and, whatever. And, and exactly what am I guarding here? You know Thank what I mean? You. What Thank kind you. of level of security uh, right. does my password exactly. need to be? Exactly. Oh, Ooh, I'm, I'm going to read get, your email. Yeah, like, maybe oh. you'll get a hold of my visa. <laughs> ooh, it's got a $1,000 limit on it. <laughs> oh, I get access to what every Uber ride, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> every everybody who gets into an Uber after Rebecca has access to her credit card. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just grabbed that. <laughs> yes, because it is left it's behind left me on behind. the seat. Um, so all this to say, if that, if your password good, was some series of words that yes. you had to remember, I would uh, fine. Yes. If you are the head of the National Archives responsible for looking after yeah. the Declaration of Independence, one of the most valuable documents in America and probably the world, are you telling me that your security team doesn't require you to have a random alphanumeric password that changes every... I'm sorry. You can remember ABCZQH105 for a month to protect the Declaration of Independence. Oh, yeah. Like, Like, we were required to do that like for just the fucking work I did, like Joe blow office jobs, like change your password every three weeks. Um, alphanumeric special symbol, but like 12 characters. If it's your only job. True. Yes. Right. Yeah. You should be really good at that. Right. That should be the thing you're the best at. Yeah. (laughs) So you can't guess a pattern. Yes, of course. That was anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Really fucking dumb. (laughs) But again, I think this is like late. But pretty good. I'll th- like the anagram thing was better than just like. Oh, than the normal, like, look let's at a crack picture, it. Yeah. Spot the dog. Oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I, I do agree with that, that at least it's like, okay, we're generating, we're trying to figure it out. Here are their top hits. That does make a lot more sense for cracking a code than when somebody's just like, okay, we're in. And it's like, all right, buddy. I don't, I have it on good authority. That's not how any of this works, but okay. Yes, the um, the billionaire, I think, yeah, he is, but I, I would argue they're both villains in a, in a very big way. Yes. Because it's like when he, okay, what would you think happens if uh, the billionaire gets this treasure first? Um, well, it becomes a fencing problem, you know, where it's like, who are you? Like, I think his idea is like, he keeps it for himself Mm. is the implication, but that can't be it. it, It's not worth anything if you just have have it. it. Yep. Right. I think he does the same thing. Yeah. And maybe he he takes his 10%. Or like maybe it's, you know, maybe it's sold elsewhere or whatever. To private collectors, maybe. Yeah, that might be, that might be the thing. But I'm like, 
there's really a good chance that it would just end up the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I think there's a yeah. really high percentage it would just end up being the same thing of, like, only he would actually take the 10%. Yeah. Yeah. And be uh, like, a- okay, yeah. Because it's it's value, it, again, it, so there there is obviously a value to this treasure in terms of, like, weight in gold, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you just melt it all down, it would be worth something, mm-hmm. right? But the far greater value of this is its historical significance, like, by, by a long shot, right? So you wouldn't destroy that in order to sell it. You would you would preserve that value, no matter what your your motivations are. Yeah. You know? So maybe you could argue it's worse to go to... Um, uh, you know, private collections and things like that, sure. But also wouldn't have had to use any guns, which is his biggest difference between the mm. two of them. If Nick Cage wasn't trying to steal the Declaration of Independence too. That is, yeah. Except you know? for, I guess, when they're on the ship, he's like, all right. Well, and that's the thing. He's a little quick on the draw there. He- I would say that, yes. He seemed very gun happy and very quick to be like, well... This isn't the first time I've broken the law, and it won't be the last. Yeah. Pew, pew. Meanwhile, like, in reality, they found this ship, which mm-hmm. proves that their theory is correct. Yep. You know, that the clues here, hey, academia, here are the clues that we followed that led us to finding this very important historical artifact. On this ship, mm-hmm. we have evidence that points to the fact that they may have done something on the Declaration of Independence. It may, it's going to take you a few years. To, to clear all these it, hurdles. Though. It's worth and it. And then they're going to x-ray the back of the yeah. Declaration of Independence and be like, oh, shit, you're right. There's lemon juice secret writing on here. Um, lemon juice Here's the numbers. Writing. You know, we'll spend another 10 years trying to figure out what those numbers are. But mm. that's the right way to do it, right? Well, yeah, I, I would just, I would love to hear a few no's before we get to the guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple of no's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Couple of couple of shut doors on your face, and then you go, okay, well, I'm backed into a corner. There's nothing <laughs> we need there's nothing to know I this can do. For the benefit of humanity. Yes. <laughs> so he is a, he's definitely gun happy. But I just think that this story's so funny because it is this guy just doing everything one step ahead of the other guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He yeah. finds the fucking holographic glasses and the t- yeah. Um and, and the other thing I love is just like how absolutely indecipherable all these clues are, except for the fact that he figures that he can figure them out to move the plot along. Like, oh, it's just yeah. like, he's like, well, maybe it means this. Well, no, it can't mean this. Like, he figures out the clue in the pipe sitting in the ship. Like, and he's like, oh, it's on the back of the Declaration of Independence. I don't know, maybe, maybe yeah, you want to take a couple other runs and in different interpretations of that, maybe. It really reminds me when I was younger, I used to, uh, like, really young, like, uh, like, when I was, like, I want to say, like, starting from, like, age eight, maybe. Um, and I didn't do a ton of them, but I used to write, um, like mystery stories. Oh yeah. Like little books, whatever. I'd write these mystery stories. And this movie made me laugh so hard because it reminded me of the mystery stories I would write when I was eight years old, where it was like, well, of course this is this because it's the only clue I have. It's just like, 
Well, yeah, it's that's the clue because I know this as the writer, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm just, yeah. this is where I'm gonna push this character or whatever. Yeah, but it's I like did the same. I had. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, there the you same. go. Because wow. we're, we're probably the same phase of like you're into reading Hardy Boys or Nancy Drew yeah, exactly. or whatever, yeah, yeah, Bob yeah. C. Twins or whatever it is, and you're like, mysteries are cool because you don't know what's gonna happen at the end. I'm gonna, write I'm gonna one. make one. Yeah. yeah, so funny. So I, I would have loved to have seen a few dead ends. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have allowed me a little more. It's just, it's sometimes hard for me to watch stuff like this because it kind of reminds me of, um, oh, what was that show? It it, kind of goes in line with like, you know, like um, those shows where it's like, like lie to me. Or like, um, I don't know, is there one called like the mentalist or something like that where it's like these, these people or these men are like, I'm we're, I'm operating on such a high tier. Like, yes. I know on sight if you're lying to me or I know on sight if this is the clue or I know this is this because your eyes started from there to there or whatever. And it's like, no, 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 no. There is, there is reasonable doubt. <laughs> like there's, there are, there are spots and gray areas and places where it's like, no, you don't know that. You, you actually ju- you don't, don't know that. Yeah, you guessed. <laughs> you guessed. And you kind of got it right. And you got it right. So like I, or yeah, like you said, even that where it's like, oh, wow, su- such luck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good I thing think, we found this. Good thing we. I think we... I would love a little either more luck or a dead end or something where it's like this man's not the smartest most informed person in the world. Yeah. Well, even the thing where they do kind of hit a bit of a hiccup where it's like they've got to be on top of the Independence Tower, is it um, Mm -hmm. like at 222 or something? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, shoot, we missed it. We're going to have to wait until tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, first of all, it also depends on the time of year um, because the sun changes position in the sky according yeah, to the time like, of year. Yeah, I was like, um, actually, I think over like a hundred years, I'm like, I think that would just shift. Like, I, I was like, a little bit. Is- yeah, it, um, it would. It would definitely change throughout the year. Mm-hmm. But even that, where there's just like, oh, but it's daylight savings time, and that didn't exist, so we actually can go and do it right now. And I was just like. You could have just had them having to kill time or like, you know, or or, or that was the, but they were like, no, actually we can do it right now because we're so smart. Because we're (laughs) so smart. We're so smart. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking killed me, dude. Yeah. But again, like, um, but it moves. It, it moves. does move. It's a bit of a bop. Um, I mean, it does do that one thing that I, I'm like, I roll my eyes every time when, when two characters kiss and I'm like, Y'all are literally in just the heightiest of heights of danger. Like, we could wait a minute. Like, I get it. You guys yeah. have chemistry. Yeah. But maybe let's wait till our lives aren't in danger. There's literally a gun to your head right now. Like, I mean, <laughs> I'm oh, never you ki- like no, it. I mean, I'm never. Craigie Boy likes it. No, I'm just saying, I've never <laughs> kissed anybody with a gun against my head, but I imagine it's a thrill. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I I, I like can that. I can get the you know what fuck it we almost died let's yeah. let's let's tangle a little tongue mm, you know right. you know I don't know I appreciate that <laughs> I appreciate the honesty yeah <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Craigers I mean I think he did everything the hero does uh, just a little later and mm-hmm. a little more American America <laughs> that's a good that's a great point. 
So now it is time for uh, our ranking of the villain. Uh, what do you What do you got first, Craig? Yeah, so I've got the yeah the U.S. National Treasure mm-hmm. scale. So you know um, uh, the treasures of the United States. So uh, an Abraham from an Abraham Lincoln penny, aka a penny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all of them, baby. Yeah. Uh, all the way up to Dolly Parton, National Treasure, oh, uh, helping yeah. kids oh. read. And, uh, yes. You, you wrote well, Jolene. Great and, uh, scale. <laughs> you have my full support. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm going to give Ian Howe the U.S. Constitution. Uh, some questionable stuff and definitely some mistakes that need to be amended, mm. but can't really fault for what he's trying to achieve. I love that. Yeah. I've got, but I don't know how to explain this. It, it will just make sense as I as I do it. So uh, from uh, taking all of the Halloween candy in the bowl because somebody else was going to do it anyway, <laughs> all the way to um, murdering somebody because they were going to die anyway, <laughs> eventually. A, uh, I cheated on you because I thought you were cheating on me. <laughs> and I think all of that is very self-explanatory. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, uh, the beat them to the punch scale. Yeah, exactly. Call yeah, yeah, there we go. That yeah, beat them to the punch scale. That's exactly what that was. 100%. Love it. Yeah. And guys, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, as always, there's a couple of ways you can help out the podcast. If you would like to join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the villain was right. We have so many bonus tiers. If you would like an ad free tier, if you want to get your episodes early, we got that. And if you want our bonus episodes, guys, I've got an, oh yeah, yum, 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 yum. Uh, this month uh, for my fabulous pick, we're doing Sharknado. So if you want to hear us talk about Sharknado, and I'm sure you do, uh, you can uh, hit us up on Patreon, a couple of bucks a month, and get all that. You also get all the back bonus episodes. There's tons of them. There's so much. We get really unhinged. We get weird. So you can uh, you can do that. And if you would like to follow us. Yeah, and- if you want to follow us, uh, you can get in touch with us uh, at Villain Was Right on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok. Uh, I think that's all of them for right now. Um, yeah, we're on the social medias, except for Twitter. X. Hey, it's the new year. We're off. Yeah, fuck uh, that. If you're wondering why, it's like, wow, I used to follow them on there and haven't uh, heard from them in a while. We're not We're not anymore. there. We're not, we're not anymore. There. So uh, follow us on uh, some other uh, thing. We're, we're trying to keep that updated. Uh, and if you want to send us a movie suggestion, uh, we're open to it. This was, I believe, an audience suggestion as well. Uh, you can email us at villainwasright at gmail. And thanks to everyone who's rated and reviewed the podcast on the podcast apps the last little bit. It really helps us out a lot. And everyone who's uh, told your friends about it. We really, really appreciate it. And now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. I've got a, uh, I've got a hero this week. Great. Myself. It's um, very small. But uh, I was up in Ottawa over New Year's performing at a, at a comedy club. And I was headlining um, uh, the one week. And uh, show's going well, and I start to do my closer, right? Mm-hmm. My, my final joke of the night. And all of a sudden, I see this couple in the front row just sort of like perk up and like look at each other. Like, like what? Like, something's up, right? Oh, okay. And I'm like, well, it's the end of the show. They're not like yeah. saying anything. I'm not going to like be what's up. Anyway, so I do my closer. All goes well. Mm. I'm in the back of the room kind of like saying hi to people, handing out cards and everything. And this woman from the front row comes up to me, and she goes, Hi. <laughs> And like, like very weird. I was yeah. like, hello. Hello. <laughs> and she's like, weird question for you. I was like, my favorites. Yes. Uh, she goes, did you, were you like maybe like 10 years ago or like eight years ago, did you do like 
a pub show or something in like Orleans or like one of the one of the suburbs mm-hmm. of Ottawa. Yeah. And I was like, um, yeah, Probably. that might yeah. that might have been me. Like that, mm. yeah. And she goes, okay. Because me and my husband were sitting in the front row. And when you started going into your closer, we were like, we've heard this before. We remembered that joke from 10 years ago. And uh, and it's like, and we've been quoting it to our to each other for our whole relationship. So in it, I have a line about like, I hope you have a lovable but completely untrainable dog. Oh yeah, I know that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're like, we say it all the time about our dog. It's like, I hope you have a that lovable. Joke's con- not ten years old. It may have been like eight. Yeah, six, yeah, five. yeah okay. But like you know, you, yeah, you yeah, some, yeah. In comedy, mm. sometimes you start it and it doesn't oh, work. Oh, you don't and you finish put it. it to, yeah, put it asleep mm, for a bit and mm. you finish it later. Yeah. Um, it's it's a lot older than me. <laughs> oh okay. Um, but in my head, I was like, "Oh my god, that's such a new bit." Such though. a new bit. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, I'm I'm sort of outing myself. Yeah. Here. Um, but uh, but she's like, "That's like our favorite bit. We quote it to each other all the time." Thank you so much. I was like, "Well, here you go. It's on my comedy album mm-hmm. now, so like you can listen to it, play it for your dog." But it just it warmed play me. Play it for your dog. <laughs> <laughs> but it warmed me so much. Like like I cannot mm. express how wonderful it is to have created something that like people people enjoyed enough to quote yes. but like where they didn't know where it came from and and to to kind of close that loop was just such a great feeling that's for me that's really funny yeah that's, that's my hair nice, of the week man. it is right yes i had a couple tell me they cuz i have a bit where I just point at a man and I go, do you have a champion ball, sir? <laughs> and um, yeah, because that's how I roll. And yeah, this couple told me they were like, we, I, I asked my husband about his champion ball about once a day. I'm like, that's fucking sick. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Okay, I Craig. just want to be quotable. Oh, Craig. this is. Craig, I've got a fucking dandy for you today, buddy. I got to tell you, I'm so excited to tell you about this. So literally, like, just to let you, let y'all in on what's going on here, I haven't even, like, and I tell Craig everything, I have not spoken to Craig about this <laughs> because I want, like, real-time reaction from him <laughs> because, like, this is one of the wildest things that's happened to me in a while, which is, is quite a statement, yeah. I would say. So I will start off by saying I am a 33-year-old woman that just got her driver's license. Yay, I got it. I made it. I was literally six days out from my uh, learners expiring. So good on me. Did it right under the wire. So obviously I booked a driving instructor, of course. And I'm going to call this driving instructor the Russian for the rest of this story. (laughs) So uh, the Russian, uh, I get, I, I do it through like a school, whatever this Russian, uh, the Russian, he messages me. He's like, he's available right away, which is amazing. Cause that's exactly what I needed. I'm yeah. like, I'm fucked. Like I need to get this done. Like I need you to train me in a week, basically. Like I have pushed this off, pushed this off, pushed this off because driving makes me nervous. I'm like, I, I, I need this done right away. He goes, okay, no problem. Whatever. Right. So I meet up with him and this guy is like level 10 bananas like (laughs) level 10 bananas like i've never met i have on god i've never met a man like this in my entire life like oh that's why you're available right away oh yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> so we do the first two hours and he's so funny on site because he's just like, he keeps, he goes, you have to be brave. You have to be brave. If we die, we die brave. <laughs> so I'm fucking laughing my ass off the whole time. He's going, oh, oh, Craig, like this was the craziest. This guy's like, he's grabbing my leg. He's grabbing the steering wheel. He's, he is honking the horn constantly. He's like, look at this stupid motherfucker. He's just honking the horn the whole time. Like, just like on it. I'm dying. The driver's I'm, end, the driver's end said, look at this mother motherfucker. And it's just like hitting the horn. Every 10 seconds, this guy's hitting the horn. He's hitting the horn, right? So I'm dying. And this is, I gotta say, Craig, actually working for me. Because I gotta tell you, I don't know if you've heard about this theory. I don't know if it's a theory or a proven fact, but I was watching the, uh, um, I had heard that if you are somebody that's prone to panic attacks, one way to help that is if you feel like you're going to have a panic attack, you can eat some extremely sour candy and it will stop your brain from having that panic attack because your brain can only handle one emergency at a time. Right. This man was my emergency. <laughs> This man was my full emergency. I could not be nervous about driving because the entire time I had to focus on what this motherfucker was saying to me. At one point he says to me, he goes, you know, most women, they can't drive. Most women can't drive. Not you, you warrior. I was losing it, okay? He hit on me the whole time, okay? He kept telling, he's like, it's a shame you have no children. You should have children. You're gorgeous. You're gorgeous. You should have children. What are you doing, right? Just in between all the motherfuckers and all this kind of stuff, right? He's just saying the most absolutely banana stuff I've ever heard. You know what's kind of crazy? After the first lesson, I got out of the car and he goes, so what do you do? You're in theater or something. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, uh, how do you know that? And he goes like, he goes, no, you're like a performer or something. What do you do? And I was like, and I, normally I always lie. I yeah, always lie. Yeah, yeah. But this guy got me. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's on site. I have to let him know that he has peeped this absolutely correct. Right. So I tell him, I'm like, yeah, man, like I'm a stand up comic. How do you know that? And he goes, oh, cause it sounded like there were six different people in the car. <laughs> Because apparently I use a bunch of different voices and accent and like things, <laughs> and I didn't notice that I do that. So this guy's like, yeah, like you're throwing your voice, you're like low, you're high, you're like yeah. you have an accent, you don't. It's like I was like, oh, I didn't even notice that I did that. Um, he was talking to me about being in the military. I'm like 100% sure this guy's killed a man. Like there is yeah. literally no doubt in my mind this guy's killed a man. Um, he told me another term that I would just like to share with all of you right now that I had never heard in my entire life. He kept calling um, escorts and sex workers butterfly ladies. And I've never heard that term before. And I just thought it was so funny. It kind of nice. Like I was yeah, like, That's I'm sure nice. it's offensive in some way. I'm sure. Well, I haven't said it yet. <laughs> Do, let me know people. If that's like some sort of offensive term, I have no idea. He kept being like, you know, I'm like, I like, I, I, I like to book those women because you know, all the other women, all they want is that kissy missy. They just want that kissy missy. And I was like, kissy missy. What are you talking about? Right? So <laughs> all of this culminates and um, in me, and he's like, he's way over the top personal with me, like way over the top. Like it's insane. It's so funny. But again, this is kind of working for me. So I yeah. keep going with it. I'm like, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like this is working. I'm learning well. This guy is a stage 10 emergency, but that's all right. Right. So I'm going to go do my driver's test. He's like, okay, what we'll do. Oh, by the way, also. <laughs> 
This was a great part. He goes, uh, so I don't think we need to go through the school anymore. <laughs> he goes, you can just e-transfer me. And I was like, fuck yeah, buddy. The government doesn't need to be involved in this. So now I'm just e-transferring this guy. At one point, he, he got me to drive by his old house so he could show me it. <laughs> This is this kind of stuff we're doing. He's like, we'll drive by my old house. I'll show you. And I was like, okay, are we on a date? Like, what the fuck's happening right now? So the day of my my driver's test, right? Huge snowstorm. Okay. Which oh is, no. Oh yeah, buddy. It was that day. So huge snowstorm. I'm uh, I I drive up and I'm like, like he's like, okay, I'm gonna pick you up super early. I'm going to, because we're, we're going to a center just outside of Toronto, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's like, I'm going to drive you out there. We're going to run the test several times. I'm going to get you to drive around. I'm going to drive you there because we're going to hit the highway and I don't want you to have a heavy foot while you're doing it. I was like, these are all great points. Um, so we show up and he's like, and he's praying. He's like, he's just praying that I get this to do this test because like the, the snow is so bad. They're going to start canceling tests. Like it's going to be done soon. I end up being the last test of the day. Woo. Like literally, I the guy gets in with me and he goes, "Listen, you don't know how fucking lucky you are." Like, um, also oh, sorry, I just keep jumping around. I'm really trying to like collect everything that this guy said to me. This guy also, this driver's ed instructor, has a an illegal plate on the back that comes out that says "Mr. Divorce." <laughs> What, like, so, so Just like, like a vanity plate, like a side vanity thing he's not supposed to have. The driver instructor gets out, look, or, or sorry, the guy that's doing my test, he gets out, looks around the car and he goes, he looks at the guy, he goes, is this legal? And he goes, no, but nobody's stopped me yet. <laughs> I'm like, holy fuck, what the fuck are you talking about? So I get in the car, this guy's like, yeah, like you're going to be my last test of the day. It was actually kind of lucky for me because he got me to do very little. Like he didn't even get yeah, me yeah. to parallel park because it was oh. like literally like we were, we were on the road kind of sliding a bit, but like I'm, but I also don't have any bad habits. I was like, you know what I mean? I'm checking my blind spot. Like it's my favorite club. Like we're good. You know what I mean? I'm doing all the correct shit. Um, so I, oh, I got to mention right before I'm about to do my test, uh, the Russian looks at me and he goes, so, um, you know, if you pass your test, uh, maybe we need to celebrate. Maybe, maybe we celebrate by you buying me a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> And at this point, it's such a bold fucking statement that I'm like, yeah, buddy, let's do it. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. I can't believe you have the audacity to say this. I'm like, this is the most insane fucking shit I've ever heard in my entire life. This guy's talked to me about doing cocaine for three days. And he's like, you know what? Maybe, maybe we celebrate by you buying me a bottle of whiskey. So we get in the car. I've passed. He's very happy. He's driving me home. Do we pull into an LCBO? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you bought him a bottle. Oh, of a bottle of Henny, buddy. My, the Russian does not have a, a cheap taste. You okay. bought him a bottle him of Hennessy? A, I bought him a bottle of Henny and he pulled out his points card. <laughs> You can't, I mean, the points are going to go to waste. You can't make this shit up, buddy. I was losing my mind. He, on the drive home, says, well, we don't have to follow the rules now. And he almost hit a lady with his car. <laughs> I had my foot on the student brake in the passenger seat. Buddy. 
Three oh. days later, this guy texts me, goes, can you leave me a five-star review? I, I've i been sitting on that text for a few days. I'm like, <laughs> buddy, like you really, I, I don't know how to tell him that. I'm like, you really worked for me? You're the most unperfect. I can't, I yeah. don't think I can physically do that to another person. I don't think I could give you a five-star review, man. Like I, yeah. I cannot lead people down the path of you, but it really did work for me. <laughs> Anyway, he's my hero of the week. <laughs> that I, is amazing. I thought you were going to say he was going to crack the bottle in the car or oh, something. Oh, buddy. We, I, I, honestly, I he sat in front of my house for like 20 minutes. Probably. Probably like I had looked out the window 20 minutes later just because I wanted to see where the snow was at. And I was like, oh, buddy's still sitting there. <laughs> and I'm like, is he just chug-a-logging? I have no idea. Wow. Literally. Oh, my God. Craig, the reviews. Because I looked up the reviews for him afterwards. Because I was like, obviously we have to, and obviously I'm going to turn this into a bit, and it's going to be 15 minutes on stage. But like the reviews are absolutely fucking hysterical. They're so good. Anyway, that's it. That's all. That was my that was my experience with oh the Russian. God. I'm sure I'm forgetting some of it. Like I have a whole notebook where like every time I would go home after meeting him, I would write down everything I could remember that he said. And I'm still kicking myself that I just didn't record entire conversations. Yeah, yeah. Like I should have just put the voice recorder in my pocket and been like, let's fucking party. Yeah. Sometimes life gives you a, uh, oh, life gives you so a little crazy. gift. Anyway, but I got my license and he did his job. Yes. He did do his job. <laughs> That's, that fits so well with the theme of this podcast. <laughs> We were like, we were like the villain was, was right. He did do it. He did everything wrong, but it all worked out. It all fine. worked out. Like you it can't argue with the results. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, that's it for me. Uh, as always, uh, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, and you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy mm. on Facebook, Twitter, CraigFay.com mm. for show dates. And I believe I will be emceeing at uh, Absolute Comedy in Toronto. Uh um, uh, January 30th through February 4th. I will also be emceeing for uh, Tracy Hamilton's album recording on uh, the 29th. Uh, she's been a guest uh, a couple mm. times on the podcast. Um, come check that out if you want. That'll be a really, really fun show. Uh, if you're in Toronto, um, look me up or look up Tracy Hamilton for that. Hell yeah. Next week, uh, we're heading into February. So we're probably going to be covering something a little romantic. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, you can check that out next week. And this is The Villain Was Right reminding you, when in doubt, just pour acid on it. <laughs> <laughs> the Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.